Extra Butter Podcast. All right, you ready? I forgot my glasses. I brought my 3D glasses. I gotta leave a couple pairs here. I didn't even. I just forgot that I left these right here. And we live. Oh, we're live. We're live, man. We're live. We are live. Welcome back to Extra Butter. Podcast for movies and pretty much anything like we could do anything. Yeah, man, we're just here to talk about TV content, bro. Whether it's movie, silver screen, or the TV, man. TV screen, any kind of TV. We don't discriminate. We don't widescreen, really old. Bro, I went to a um, a, a, a Goodwill looking for a oh, looking for the looking the for a VCR. VCR. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. find one? No, I didn't find one at the one oh, near me. Oh man, I was hurt. It's always when you're looking for it. When you're not you can't looking find, for it. Yeah, when you're not looking for it. Yeah, that you, you will up, find it. That you pick up everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that what happened when you found yours? I found like 40 of them at some point. And then when so I you, went So you have for, them all. You have the remaining VCR. <laughs> I have all of them. I have all of them. You want one? You can't have one. You know, like a film company goes looking for yeah. like a prop and they got to eBay it? Yeah. They'll never get one. Dylan. I've collected them from family members because I've just been in people's houses and I could see it like collecting dust on a shelf. And I was like, yeah, I was like, can I I have that? And they're like, yeah, there might be a tape in it. And it's always a disclaimer of, I don't know what's on that tape. Could be anything. Could Mm. be cousin's wedding. Could be that night in Rio. And I'm just like. That night in Rio? (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, I'll throw that out. I'll throw that out. Who's. My thing is, we have tech that you could just record so easily now yeah. with the phones, but like, think of the production you had to set up with a camera and a tape to get things done before. Right. For that night in Rio. That's true. You're sick. <laughs> I feel like, because I feel like my parents had movies on VHS, but they had a lot of shit. Like, my dad had a lot of Jerry Springer on VHS for no reason. Yeah, Jerry Springer. Like, Jerry he recorded Spring- it? He or? recorded it. Oh, man. I was going to say, I was like, did Jerry release, like, home video? You know, my dad did have, like, a deleted scene Jerry Springer uh, VHS. Oh, he got that underground. Jerry. Yeah, I'm sure that's worth at least $7. <laughs> it's, I just picture the box being, like, Jerry Springer. It's and, literally. Like, these big exclamations that say, like, more fights, unedited. If I can find it, I'll put it on screen. It's him with a mic. And then just like the the VHS tape is covered with fights, like fights from the show. Just like ripping hair. Yeah. Like more, more hair pulls. Yeah. More, more camera running. Yep. More midgets. More camera yeah. running. <laughs> yeah, that along with a, a VHS tape of, I don't know if you've ever seen Blackula. I've never seen it, but oh, I know I've of seen it. it several times. <laughs> it's one of my dad's favorite horror movies. That You're like, I was a grip. I was on set. I was on set. I was on set. Yep. I, I definitely. Blackula. I gotta write, <laughs> I'm writing that down. Write it down, man. We gotta watch it. It's uh, it's, it's special. Those, those like uh, I don't even know what century. I don't even know what we call that age of film. But like it was like when when black people were making movies, hmm. but like they couldn't get funded, so they were just making them themselves. Mm-hmm. Like you ever seen Black Superman? No. Writing that down, bro. Too. That is one of the in, it, weirdest movies I've ever seen. I wrote down Blackula and Black Superman, Black Superman because those sound like must-see on a weekend entertainment. Uh, not to spoil anything, but Black Superman ends with something happening and then a little person being like, thank you, Black Superman. And he's like, yeah. And I don't remember the real line, but it's something like this. Yeah. 
and don't do drugs. <laughs> and that's that's the movie. The more you he's know. Just, he's just a like a, a good black guy. Not, <laughs> <laughs> if it's anything like the beginning of of you know Justice League where they got the kids filming him with the with the yep. mustache replacement, yep, then yep. I'm in. Yep. Don't do drugs, kids. Done. He just fills you in. Like every ten minutes, he'll break a scene, yep. hit the fourth wall, and be like, "Oranges are a great breakfast. <laughs> Wheaties are the way to go." Just, but like saying like old facts, like yeah, smoking yeah. a cigarette once a day isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like just <laughs> four swimming laps around the pool will help with your heart health. <laughs> Cheerios for better cholesterol. You know what I mean? He's just like plugging the most random, kind of like on the Tru- <laughs> on the Truman Show when she was trying to like plug Ovaltine, yeah. and he was like confused. Yeah, yeah. it just at any point he would just be like, Gatorade. It's not just for athletes. We won't bow to any corporate sponsors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, so I'd, wa- I'd watch an hour and a half of that. At least I'd watch two hours. At le- I used to love watching those commercials with like. Just like breakfast, like, you know, a tricks breakfast. Yeah. But you'd always, yeah. I don't know how you were raised or grew up in terms of like getting breakfast, but those breakfasts that they got with like those commercials look so baller. It was like a part of a balanced breakfast, but it was like a, a, a bowl of like cereal. Yeah. Eggs, bacon. Yeah. Pancake banana. stack. Right. Like something that like Arnold would eat when he was preparing for Mr. Exactly. Olympia. And no kid would ever eat all of that. All that food. We were not breakfast people, sure. but we were Brenner people. Brenner. Oh, breakfast, breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for dinner. You already know what it is. We were Brenner people because we skipped breakfast and just did like a hearty lunch and dinner or whatever. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, if you were cooking bacon and pancakes at midnight, you were doing it right. You're doing it right. Brenner. <laughs> Brenner. <laughs> for those who skip breakfast. Pancakes, bacon, eggs, and a Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, the Sprite, it hit hard, man. Mm-hmm. Waffle House, for when you want to watch people cook your food and you still think this might be sketchy. Some of my favorite days have been at a Waffle House. I love Waffle House. It is so, the cheesy eggs, the oh cheesy my, scrambled oh eggs are like some, are like manna from heaven, man. I just They're love, so yeah. good. I just love how proud they are there. Like, it's obviously not the most clean establishment. Yeah, but the 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 kitchen's right there. You see it. You know what I mean? Like it's very like, I don't know. It's, well, because yeah. I can clearly see what's happening. It's like I don't even care. Like yeah, man, I don't care if that spatula's been used all day. <laughs> like, scratched himself with it. Sure. When the waffle came to me and it had the imprint in it that yeah. said Waffle House, mm-hmm. I said this is a classy establishment. Classy. I've never been anywhere else where classy. they printed it in there like that. Whoa. You ever been to Olive Garden and your pasta said like "Welcome to the Garden"? Yeah, I'm not a big Olive Garden fan. I like salad and breadsticks. This like, changes things. It, don't get me wrong, I love salad and breadsticks, but like after that, after that yeah. staple of foods, a lot of I never care. I never finish my meal. I never like. It's always I mean, to go. It's always to go. A lot of their sauces and stuff need like salt or lost a lot of flavor. Mm. But the chicken gnocchi soup there. Banging, not even hit. Banging every Chicken yoki soup. Chicken yoki soup. What is that? It is just like this cream base, like a white cream base broth like soup that yeah. comes with the little potato gnocchis and just like chunks of chicken and like celery and stuff. Wow. And you can get it like instead of salad. Yeah. That'll change your career right there. Sounds like it. Might Sounds start like work. It. Might start. But their breadsticks went downhill. 
much like KFC's mac and cheese and and a lot of other I've things over mac there. and cheese in forever. Dude. It used to it be, went down, really. It used to be like you found the pot of gold and you were just going to hoard it to yourself. <laughs> and right. now it just like, it is a shadow of what it is. Chick-fil-A mac and cheese, though. They can get it. Yeah, they're pretty good. They put it's that pretty extra good. Old cheese on top. Oh, we should have a food podcast. Chick-fil-A is like consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never gone to Chick-fil-A and been like, that was bad. Yeah, because everything's usually so busy that everything is like that chicken sandwich just came out yeah maybe one time i've been there and i was like oh these fries aren't great but again time of day usually yeah it's like at nine o'clock and you're like they ain't making no more fries and they're doing hot foods at amc like after a certain time bro you're getting leftovers and you gotta deal with that can i get chili cheese nacho my guy you're going into the 1045 of like james bond what you doing with these chili cheese nachos literally every Mm -hmm. condiment is wrapped up at this point and it takes 30 minutes to steam the bag of like chili cheese because it's yeah. from frozen. Yeah. Like I didn't whip this up, you know. Bro, true story. And this is the only time I've ever seen you mad. Oh, really? This is the only time I've ever seen. I worked with you for how long? A year. At yeah, least, it was at least a year and a half. And I never saw you get upset, ever. Oh, that's wild. But the one time I saw it was, I don't remember who was doing hot foods, but I was doing popcorn. I feel like I know where this is going. And it was, it was like, I don't, I don't remember what time it was, but it was, it was late enough to where you could kind of start like packing up, like, but not late enough to where you shouldn't have certain items, right? Like you should still have like enough to make whatever the customer wanted at this time. Yeah. But like, you know, make the last of the chicken, make the last of the fries. Like it's okay if it's like 10 minutes old or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I forget who was doing hot foods. But someone came through and asked for something, and they were like, oh, we don't have it. And you were in the back. Bro, you were so mad at that dude. I don't remember who it was. But you mad were like, at the employee? The, you were mad at the employee because you were like, we sh- oh. why are you packing everything up right now? But yeah. I don't remember who it was. I, I remember laughing so hard. If I, I crunch like, my brain, I might. Yo, because my philosophy was, yo, if somebody comes in here and we open at 11, and then we close at 11, that same customer should be able to get everything we offer. Sure. It shouldn't just be like, yo, it's 11 o'clock at night, I'm closing up. Like, it's not available. Because I've been that guy who's like, man, I would love this wings. And they're like, no, we're, we're, we're out. You know what I mean? So I got ticked because some kids, I think, were like, but as I'm saying, it wasn't, that it wasn't even like a, a that, that, I think the reason you were upset was it wasn't like a, if we close at 11, it wasn't a 1045 movie. It was like a 10. Yeah. You know, if it was 1045, I could see you being like, sorry, we yeah. don't, whatever. But even I would. Yeah, but it was like a 10 o'clock where it was like, when I saw them packing up, I was like, that's a little early. Yeah. <laughs> to be packing. My favorite uh, thing is that like, if we close at like 11, when somebody made a whole tray of like 25 hot dogs <laughs> at 1030, and you just went doo, 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 in the trash. Because the hot dogs turned green. Yeah. Because they were just steaming in that little foil. Bro, I used to take them. And one day oh, I was doing... you did? In- I used to take them. And one day I was doing inventory and Alex was like, Cameron, I know you take them. <laughs> and I was like, word? And he was like, yeah, man, I, I know oh, you do. I miss some of those managers. <laughs> I miss some of those managers. Like they're long lost, like, you know, uncles at a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Because Alex knew so many people oh, yeah. stole or ate food. And he just let it slide, let it slide. for certain people. Yeah. Because he did the inventory, but he did it like he was like Ben Affleck in The Accountant. <laughs> when he was just like putting on a marker board. And he was just like... 
Hey, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how much he knew his he spreadsheet. Yeah, 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 sure. So he could, I dead ass think he could tell you like, hey, we're down two mozzarella sticks. I know you ate it, and you could be like, yo, I did, and he'd be like, yeah, and you had marinara, and I'd be like, what? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? He would kill it. He knew. I just remember doing. I, I would do. I, I became close with him when I started doing um stock. Oh man, I forgot you did. Yeah, stock. I did it for a while. I did it for probably the majority of me working at AMC. And I like, God, you did. It was, I think it was the only way managers liked me because they knew I would do stock. I would always. It was the easiest shift to do when I was working with the Magic, just doing stock shifts. Yeah, because it was an early morning yeah, shift. So I could still and you leave were and out by because I had to be at the game because you had late. the internship mm-hmm. with the Magic, right? So I was just like, this yeah. is a great shift. So they knew I was always going you to and, be there. Uh, Ali for Trevor. a while, dude. I can't tell you how much I miss Ali. I hope he listens great. to this podcast. Ali was great. So we can connect up with him again. Because I, I miss working with him so much. Ali was great, man. Yeah, the, the Trevin and Geraldine stuff was another. Maybe I should cut the names out. Another story <laughs> in themselves. I uh, loved working with Ali so much because he was that classic guy who was like, he would just go above and beyond every absolutely. single day, never had a bad day. Absolutely. And then when you have an employee like that, all the management wants to do is like, you're now gonna do everything. Mm-hmm. And the people who don't Worked do things to the bone. are gonna not get in trouble. Mm. You're just gonna do their stuff. Yep. And I always felt bad for him because we were doing that stuff for like $8 an hour. <laughs> Over here sweating popcorn yep. juice and it was like, yep. here's your eight twenty-five an hour. Yep. I'm like, bro. They're like, remember that? I remember him one day cleaning that upstairs bathroom. What happened in the upstairs bathroom? Remember how dirty that bathroom was? Which like the one? one? Second the, break, the, thir- the break room one. Either the That's second. It. You know the ladies never clean the bathroom, right? Every person I've talked to that was ever a female porter all told me the same thing. They never cleaned any of the bathrooms. They would just go and sit in the benches that they had in the women's room because the women's room had like benches on the wall. That is interesting because I was, because I, I, to be fair, like I always clean the male, the, the men's bathroom, but it was like, I'm going to be honest, I've never gone into a movie theater bathroom men's wise yeah. that has been dirty. Yeah, for the most part. It's the easiest bathroom. We, it's we, pretty good. We piss, yeah. we, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, who's trying to take a shit? I can't. I can't use public restrooms. You know what I mean? I can't do them. Like, I got to, re- I have to really have to go. They build like, the stall doors with this much of a gap just that, to, like, everyone could see in. Just just to embarrass you. And Enough to embarrass yeah, you. and there's, like, 800 people that come in and out of the bathroom. Yeah. Like Enough to see you sitting with a bunch of toilet paper hanging over the seat. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Nah. But, yeah, but women, sometimes they got to do what they got to do. So I'm sure it's more stuff to clean. And they were like, nah, I ain't and they were like, that. nah, nah. I was never a porter anyways. And I would actively avoid being it because I didn't want to clean up bathrooms. I just wanted to watch segments of movies and pretend yeah. I was sweeping. That Usher shit's the best. I mean, I would sweep like a champion, but I just wanted to watch like clips of movies. You know, I did that when I was a supervisor. What? Like I did my job, but as often as I could, I would just sit on the little like walkway mm-hmm. in the corner in the dark and just watch like 10, 15 minutes of movies. Yeah, I do all the time. And I was like, hey, I was never one for like, it. when I was ushering, I never was one to enjoy like, you know when when they have theaters and they break and then like you yeah. clean them and then ushers go back to popcorn and talk. I yeah. would just sit in the whatever the next movie because you'd have those long breaks. So I would just sit in the next movie and just wait. And well, I never like lopping in with everyone because I didn't want like a manager to come by and be like, "Yo, they're just sitting there doing nothing." Right. So if I could just disappear, right, it was cool because then I could just sit there and watch and stuff. watch a movie and, and I'll then, just have the thing on if someone's like camera needs yeah. or whatever. All right, bet. I'll and I had already drinking more. I can't drink Coke Icy. 
the Coca-Cola icy or whatever oh. else. I drank so much of it. Oh, you bleed it now. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, drank, I drank so much of sure. it when I started because they were like, it's free. Yeah, in those little cups. In those cups. little cups. And I'd yeah. be smashing out like popcorn kernels. Then I'd yeah. hit the icy. I got to the point where like it literally made me like physically ill. Dang. Coke icy, huh? And it was so good. But They were great. Maybe like 10 years from now when I, and I have a kid. And they're like, can we get them? And I'd be like, I haven't had this in years. Because I'll have no teeth then. Because Absolutely. obviously they'll be replaced by Apple uh, Apple teeth. But you won't need teeth mm-hmm. to enjoy Slurpee. Nope. If you can go. <sighs> we'll just blend everything. That's the future. That's no the more future. cooking and hassle. We're just going to blend it. Everything's a solid smoothie. Yeah. yeah. Everything's blended Everything. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Black Superman. <laughs> for, for blending my Thanksgiving meal and handing it out to the kids. Black Superman. Everybody gets a sip. Get the sip. George Lopez. Look at, <laughs> look at him pass it. If you bite it, watch what happens. Look at him pass it. No, ma'am. You want to let Hinata out? I'm sorry. Yeah. She's been at the door for an hour. Hinata's a, a very um, a very picky producer. Sometimes she wants to get up. Sometimes she wants to leave. But that's why she makes the big bucks. Go ahead, baby girl. Or the big kibble. <laughs> now that you're there, she's like, no. Come on, baby girl. You're not the guy here. Go, go. Maybe walk that way and she'll follow you. All right, cool. You're like, I'm leaving. Bye. Come on, girl. Go get him. There she goes. Because I know she wanted to leave. She's been staring at it for an hour. I'm sorry. You're like, now I want to follow you. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> like, you'll be cool. You'll be cool. Stay in school. Stay in school. Stay in school, kids. Oh, that's too funny, man. Ugh. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the anyone who was ever a female porter was like, yeah, I never cleaned this bathroom. I just hung out on the third floor bathroom, which was the ultimate bathroom because it was so low key and that like, you nobody went you there. Oh thing? no, I thought it was hilarious. No. <laughs> I thought you know after a, a certain in the moment, it, those things are like anything where stressful. We were like, it's the biggest thing in my world is ending. But sure, yeah, sure, when sure. you get like a few years later. Those stories are so funny. <laughs> Even the ones where I was like, because it makes me laugh that you were like, this is the only time I saw you mad because I don't know how you missed the other times. Oh, yeah. Cause I was I, really aloof, I, dude. I, I just, used to just get so angry. Like, I was really aloof. That job was the easiest job I've ever had in mind. It, it, it's, it's just so, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't want to. popcorn bucket. Clean the theater. Like, you know, I mean, it's... I, I never want to tell kids to do something like, oh, don't do this, don't do that. But, like, I usually some you know, will recommend to, like, kids who are getting, like, their first job. Work at a movie work theater. Work at a movie theater. Because it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get all those, you know, free little things, like movies. There, you got free Disney stuff. Yeah. And it's easier. Um, I feel like it's easier to time your shift. Yeah. You know that it's like, all right, I got three movies, then a break, then four movies, and I'm done. You yeah, I mean, like it's specifically the usher. Shit yeah, is such and a, like, and a with fun any because and with any other because we worked at Disney Springs, which was a huge like a a, a place where a lot of people come to go see movies. Yeah, so we were busy a majority of the day unless it was like slow seasons. But if you work at a theater like in your local town in Kansas, yeah, the big movies will come out and you'll be busy. But other than that, like yeah, yeah, not, not tripping. You know it mean? was so busy. We used to get sheets. We used to get information sheets from the company that we would print out that used to tell us the numbers of like revenue for the weekend for yeah. certain movies. And they were most most of those big weekends, we were like top ten earners yeah, makes for sense. AMC. Like we were always usually underneath their New York theater, um, California's Disney Springs and a couple other things sometimes, but 
Yeah, when we had some of those big Marvel... Makes sense. Star Wars, Disney. I've never seen a, a movie event like Star Wars. Oh, oh my Force Awakens. Goodness. I've never in my life seen a movie event that huge. I don't think I've had the pictures anymore, but it was a red carpet. Mm-hmm. There was hundreds of people. Yeah. There was little Comic-Con dudes with R2s buzzing around. Yeah. Every... That was what was wild. We had the earliest show start at like 6, then 7. Mm-hmm. But when 6 o'clock came around... The only thing that was playing was Force Awakens yep. in all 24 rooms throughout the rest of the night. Yep. Every other thing was done with. Yep. And it was the wildest thing I've ever seen because every everyone's was just, watching Star Wars. Yeah, collectively all at yeah. once. And we were sweating bullets because it was such a hyped up event. No one wanted it spoiled. Mm-hmm. And we had to wait the whole night cleaning all these theaters, like doing this when people came out of yep. them. And then they ran a screening for us at like 2.30 at night. I don't know if you did it. No, because I, I was spoiled by being an usher. I, I I don't know who was... Were you running ushers? Who was running ushers? I forget who was. I don't even know. It was an time. early shift for me. It was like maybe my fifth shift when I Star Wars. Well, I don't know if I was a supervisor at that time. You were a supervisor. Time. I was? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't remember who you were running. But anyway, someone told me to go check on a theater. So I went inside... Remember, we were, we were manning theaters. Like, it was like, you stand in front of this theater. Yeah, we almost, yeah. like, when we were checking, like, rated R tickets. Yep. No, I was with the ushers. You're right. And we had to, like, do a little policing. You know exactly. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember I had to walk into... I don't remember what it was for. But someone was like, can you go into the theater? And I walked in, and it was right when Ray was handing Luke the lightsaber. And I was like... Damn. Oh, right at the end? Yeah, I was... On I remember, the island? Yeah, and I was like, damn. Like... I should have closed my eyes and, you know, but I was, I remember I had to look for, I don't remember what it was. That's the hypest point, too. Yeah. No, they ran a screening at like 2.30 at night Spoiler or something alert. really late. Maybe 3.30. Yeah. And it was on dine inside, so it was a small theater, but I didn't care. And I just said, dude, I'm so tired, but like, I really want to see this because mm-hmm. when am I going to get the chance and not have it spoiled? Because we all had to work all weekend, yeah. obviously, because it was big. And yeah, it was pretty hype. And then it all went down. It all went down from there. there. <laughs> it all went down there. But anyway, man, what you bring to watch, man? Okay, today, I don't have the box for it because it's on iTunes. But today, we are going to watch House of Wax. Boom. The middle, I was going to say OG, but it's technically like the middle OG. How many House of Waxes are there? There is one from, oh boy, I think somewhere in the 1930s. There's one with Faye Ray, who Mm. is the woman from the original King Kong. Oh, the the blonde woman. Yeah, all I can think about is that gets kidnapped by Kong. Yeah, all I can think about is a Jessica Lange one, but that one isn't the original. You've seen that? Oh, I saw that one time with Jeff Bridges. Yep, I like that one just because of like the snake and the creatures, because mm-hmm. I like those old school effects. Yep. That one wasn't bad. That's the oldest King Kong I've seen. I haven't gone before. You haven't that. seen the OG one? No, I haven't seen the original. Original. I that's definitely a top ten for me. What? Yeah. I that love, good. Yeah, I love the adventure of it. I love the effects because the effects were the like OG stop motion wow. by Willis O'Brien, mm-hmm. who was like the mentor and like before uh, Ray Harryhausen, mm-hmm. who did all of his stuff like Jason and the Argonauts. So Jeez. it's got all that really cool original stop motion, but it's like super advanced kind of crazy stop motion for a 1930s film. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. But this comes in between because there was a house of wax with her and I believe the 30s and then this one was in the 50s with Vincent Price and then all follow the same plot um, Those two do the new one which 
I tried to stomach through. I've seen it. I, I think I've that it was like four times. I don't know about oh, four times. I've seen it four times. I don't know about new, but it was like oh five or something. Yeah. I tried watching it the other day on TV, and I got like three fourths through it, and I was like, Nah, I'm okay. It's got Paris Hilton. It's got yep. Sam Winchester. Yep, Sam Winchester's in it. Yeah. Old dude from Coach Carter, the black guy. Oh man, that was that Samuel guy. Samuel Jackson's son, yeah. I forget the, oh, Cousin Skeeter. I forget the actor's name. Oh, yeah, okay. And Paris Hilton, yep. which I don't know what he do it, but I yeah, couldn't man. do it. It was a very different He's... plot, but I just couldn't do it. And then what's her face from the girl next door? Lacey? Lucy? Sounds about Cuthbert? Right. I don't remember. I can't remember the names. The movie's, uh, it's it's just a trip now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I saw it when it came out as a kid, so it was like scary. Yeah, it's a horror movie. I'm young. It's different, but yeah, yeah, now when you watch it, it's like wow. Very cliched, very different. Oh, and it's got Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael from Freaky Murray. Friday. Three first names. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Why he got two yeah, first names? Two first names. Yeah, man. That movie's uh. I'm glad we're watching this one. I've never seen this, this one, so I'm one excited to see one that's... fantastic. Yeah. This is one of Vincent Price's classics. Vincent Price did a lot of these kind of like B-ish horror movie things. He mm. had a big string of them. This is during that uh, big craze of 3D. His 3D has been around for a long time. It's one of the staple things from like the earliest days of cinema. Yeah. But this is when it was really hitting. It was the, the red and blue kill your eyes i don't know how people watched it kind of thing yeah and they you can see at certain points in the film where they do that kind of like spy kids thing where they're <laughs> sending stuff out to the film but yeah. it, was, it was done and marketed in marketing as 3d i've never actually got to watch it in 3d yeah but i really love it it's it concerns vincent price's character as like a wax sculptor guy with his own place and everything goes wrong bro that's I'm excited. I know. I'm man. really excited. I first watched this film um, from TCM, actually. Turner Classic Movies. Turner Classic Movies is the oldest thing about me. <laughs> because I literally subscribe to YouTube TV just to get Turner Classic Movies. Because I've had the ability to watch it in different ways because it's like a premium channel. Mm. But Turner Classic Movies, which I believe started to like maybe like two years after I was born I think it started in the sure. 90s yeah. is like one of the best resources I could recommend if you want to watch movies and really get into them from like classic eras and like dip your toes in is they're always running like all these different things all the time and I first saw this one I think when they were playing like a string of Vincent Price movies and I really really loved it why are you not to have a meltdown Very confused. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm gonna remember this time to actually put subtitles on. <laughs> because I always think it would be a good idea. Yeah. If we're like talking still. Oh man. Yeah, classic Warner Brothers. It was wow. 1953. That volume cool? Yeah, yeah, you're good. See what I mean right from the titles? Jeez. How they're projected out like they would be 3D. Oh, I forgot this was in three dimension. Thought this, forgot this was a Warner Brothers. You ever seen a Vincent Price movie? No. Oh man. No. He had a bunch of bangers, man. Man, now this would be like word color art. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how crazy we've advanced and 
Yeah, with the like the titles. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like the little clippy guy's gonna be like, You're looking like you're trying to write a resume. Yeah. Can I help you? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Clippy. Right, right. Nobody right. needs you. That's sick, man. I just love some of these old films for, You can tell that's a sound stage. Like, Look at that rain. Just the aesthetics of it. Yeah. Like the whole mood of everything that goes down, the sound that goes with it. Cause a lot of times I play these old things like to sleep because I love the old mono sound, the soundtracks, everything sure, sure, they sure. were doing. Like they're soothing in a weird way, some of them. I don't know this composer at all. Actually, I don't even know Brian I'm not a huge fan of title sequences, but old movies usually get me because I just like the. Nah, it's fine. I'm sure they work so hard back. I mean, not that they don't work hard now, but they like you need to know my name. I made a movie. (laughs) I made this. Yeah, because they used to run the credits or a majority of the credits before the picture, and it wasn't until years later. Oh wow, something just clicked off. Oh no. Technical difficulty. <laughs> I want to watch the movie. Play the movie. Job play. Hold on. Wait for it. Spinning wheel. Okay. It wasn't until years later that they switched it around and they put the, the credits like at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. But that's a Star Wars thing too. Uh, yeah. That's a Lucas thing. And he got heavy fines for doing that. I'm sure. Which is weird because it's a fussy thing oh my god what keeps happening why does this keep going on I have a suspicion what's your suspicion that maybe someone else's phone is messing with this at the same time like someone's like actual phone what? like a neighbor it's, my phone is connected to this and it's changing it but I hope that it's not like Lee's phone that's doing something too give me 10 seconds I'm sorry you're good dude I only have this movie on my iTunes Get everything still recording. Yeah, you're good. Cool. Parkour. I'm gonna have to like. Hmm. I wanna make sure that it's not this. Do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna turn this. I forget how to turn off an iPhone. Oh uh, yeah, you. Did you, did you just get this one? This phone? Yeah. No. Oh. I just always forget how to do it. You're just a charger. You're charging your phone. I turn it off. Oh. I think so. Cool. <laughs> I only restarted when it's that's so sad. I know. It hold on, hold on. Your mic fell up. Is it? I only restart it when, like, there's an app update or whatever. Uh, I, sh- I want to be one of those people who, like, disconnects from their phone. Yeah. But there's always so much going on that you just never can. Mm-hmm. My coworker said that. He was like, yeah. When I get home on Friday, I leave my phone on the counter and I don't pick it up until Monday. And I'm just like, I need that. 
Dang. Leave it on their phone to what? The whole weekend, yeah. That's wild. Okay, we're back in. Hopefully it'll be okay. All these are people. <laughs> All these are people. The wax. This reminds me of like a Twilight Zone or whatnot when it everyone does. has to be frozen and you can always see the dudes in the back like yep. moving a little bit. These are the wax people. And he has different events in history like Joan of Arc, Lincoln's assassination. Native Fox. And there he is. Look at that. Hair go goatee combo. Oh, and that's his back. He's <laughs> funny as heck. Oh, <laughs> it's a replay, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. There are people in the world it should be good. <laughs> this dog is crazy, man. She gets in, then she wants to go out. You want to leave? You want to leave, baby girl? So his business partner wants him to start doing like horror wax sculptures and okay. like different horrific events or murder things and and he doesn't want to because he likes to you know steer clear from that kind of business gotcha you got a mustache I feel like that's real though he didn't mess around he yeah, that bad sure. boy pretty sure that's real It's always the shrewd businessman who gets it. So is this the style of movie you'd want to make? Like if Dylan Hernandez makes a movie. I have found um, over the years, because I when I started watching classic things, I just perused a lot of like top 100, top 10s. Sure. Uh, one of the best starting places was actually a list that uh, the American Film Institute put out. They did a list that was like top 100 films and then they did like a 10th anniversary version. Okay. I started with that that list and just started crossing them out. And then from there I found actors I enjoyed, directors I enjoyed. So I just followed like the little, you know, offshoots and branches and whatnot. Yeah. But I eventually figured out that there was, yeah, there was a very, for the most part, like a certain type of film I like to watch. And I loved things that were like, things that seemed normal but had like a fantasy twist in them okay something like this that it was like okay it's about this guy he's a wax sculptor etc and then like a whole twist thing happens and then it leads you down this whole like rabbit trail like things that you wouldn't think would have some sort of like supernaturalish element to it sometime mm -hmm. hard to explain i don't know i've been seeking a very specific type of thing and then finding yeah more or less the stuff i want to like write books about as well okay but this is definitely one of them that fits into that i usually just kind of follow a rabbit trail so if i find something that i like from an actor i'll just see like their best things mm. Ooh, john wilkes booth 
I love Lincoln, man. My favorite president. That's my favorite president. My favorite president. That's been my, like, favorite history point to learn about is Lincoln and, like, the Civil War. Yeah. I'm not, like, a big buff on it. Like, I could teach a class, but I like that time period for some weird reason. You were a teacher. Did you ever sub social studies? Yeah, I think once. Nice. I did a lot of subbing of like English and then I got stuck with math a lot, which just ended up being worksheets. Yeah. I don't recommend being a substitute teacher. It's as bad as you think it is. <laughs> my, one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes is this Abraham Lincoln one where I think he's like a history teacher, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. He goes back and like they make this bet or they have this discussion about whether or not you could like go back in time and stop something from happening like that and he wakes up like or he walks and then all of a sudden he gets back in time and he's in dc and it's on the night of the murder and he has to try to like go convince people to like stop lincoln from going to this play because lincoln rolled out to ford's theater to see a play called my american cousin Mm -hmm. like a comedy i believe and then he got shot by John Wilkes Booth. Right. And in it, he has to try to convince him, and everyone thinks he's crazy because they're like, yo, President gets death threats all the time. Uh, and he ends up meeting John Wilkes Booth, who, him and I believe his brother as well, were actors actually. So, like, that's, that's why it was so easy for him to peruse around the theater as well, because it's like he was a, you know, a budding actor actually. Yeah. And I think he fails to stop the murder. I can't remember. Dang, still Twilight, happens. Twilight Zone's a banger. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Yeah, I recently found out more of the story of John Wilkes Booth, like after he shot Lincoln and everything. And I have no idea how that never got made into like an HBO miniseries or a movie. The craziest stuff happened to him. Hey, like, man. I'm waiting on you, bro. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> Let me get my pamphlet. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm leaving this weekend for Egypt. Yeah, so Vincent here is trying to basically get a new business partner who's really interested in his work to join him so he can get out of the current venture he's in, but he's going on like an excavation trip so he won't be back for a while. Wow. So his regular business partner doesn't, top hats. doesn't oh, like cheerio, that. Cheerio. I get so upset that we can't dress fancy anymore unless there's Who an Who says event. you can't? Because I just want it every day to be like Mad Men, where I can wear <laughs> like a, a suit to and, the and a hat. Yeah, yeah and it, it doesn't matter if I'm going to Publix to pick up a chicken sandwich that's on sale. I could just be like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Crazy. Unbutton it when you sit up. When you stand Crazy. back up, you hit the button. Bro, I, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I am way too lazy for that kind of laundry. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's like a you got to have somebody do a service. Like you have to laundry. iron every yeah. day. You, you iron mean, every day? No. Whew. I have an iron. I have one too. It's it's, it's around. It's collecting uh, dust and, and toll money. That's a really wrinkled shirt for me to be like, all right, I'm about to iron this. Yeah, because it's got to be the shirt that somebody will say. Oh, you gotta Damn, iron it. Yeah, iron yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Because I never, oh, my mom's around. My mom's like the that. queen of the. You need to iron that. Really? She's oh, a, she's man. an iron freak. She bought me my iron. <laughs> she came to visit me. And she was like, "You don't have an iron?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "You don't. You're gonna buy one?" And I was like, "No." She was like, "Take me to Target right now." Take me to Target. If we don't go to Target in five minutes, mm-hmm. about yeah, to iron that. Iron. Out. Let's ride. <laughs> I love that. No necessities. You got water? No. You got you got an iron? 
That's more important. That's more important right now. Yeah, that's that bowler hat. Oh, it is a bowler hat. That's the pinnacle. I like his tie, a cravat, or whatever you call that. Mm. See what I mean? Fashion. So now his business partner wants to start a little um, insurance fire so that he can make back his money and get out of this uh, hole that he's in. But of course it's wax, so right. they gonna melt like a candle. <laughs> and these are like, these are like precious to him. They're like his kids and whatnot. Like he grew attached to them, especially this Oh no, why is he setting him on fire? He want that money, money, money. Look at that push. You don't care, he's still gonna light this on fire. And he got matches. There's no big lighter inside. Oh, look at that punch. Oh, he missed. Oh, he got him, okay. Oh, that, hit him oh, with the chair. Escalated quickly. WrestleMania 25. He was so casual. He literally was like, what if a fire happened? And then just start ripping matches, man. Look at the fist. Um, oh, my God. You got to hit him with those wild haymakers. I love punching of sound effects, too. I was talking about that before. Yo, I this man punching. petty. He just, okay. He going to burn it. He want that money. Oh, and this is when they used to have gas lamps too. Oh man! So that is filling up the room, bro. Right now. Like a like a Bunsen burner in middle school. Yeah. And Isn't the, it crazy that they let little kids turn on Bunsen burners? There was always a, I was way too young for that to Bunsen burner it, and they had the little like lighter that you had to squeeze together to make like the yep, spark, the little yep, metal cup. Yeah, yeah. And it was always at some point during the day that they were like, "Oh, I smell gas," and they had a meltdown to make sure the school didn't blow up. Mm-hmm. Only slightly Because terrifying. you trusted kids with, with fire. With, with fire. We're turning on gas. Chemicals. Scout, yeah, I remember that eye wash chemicals. station. Dang. Oh, that freaked me out, man. Cool shot, though. I'll give it to him. A little bit like the melting crayon head from, like, Indiana. So I'm assuming they're actually melting wax right now for these shots. I'm thinking so. Yeah. It's kind of sad because they're just such nice. Oh, that looked really cool. She looks scary. They're such nicely done. I'm sure back then everyone was like, oh my god. <laughs> the inhumanity. Yeah. I, that's one of my biggest dreams is to be able to go back in time and experience these movies for the first time with the perspective we have now. Like With the perspective down. you have? Or yeah. like, like the watching it with people who don't, who are brand yeah. new to a movie. Like if I, we just transported back right now to 1953 and watched the premiere of this with an audience. We ain't gonna be in the same theater. It would theater. just be... <laughs> He's like, yo, I don't know where you are, but we're going to be in different sections. Different sections for sure. No, oh, I see what you're saying. Bro. You know what I mean? Just to see people's reaction to mm-hmm. some of it. Because you get so dulled to to scary things in horror movies now that you've seen so bro, many. Bro, they're still going oh, at it. You've seen so many wild things that, like, this might be shocking. But right. to us now, it's very tame, you know? I like the Hitchcock kind of stuff where... You can hear the hissing and the gas, and it's just like that clock is racing that you have yep. no idea when it's actually going to blow. It just keeps uh, clicking back to that shot. Jeez, that looks, that looks dangerous. Oh, they scrapping. No stun double here. Yeah, I feel like this is... Someone really could have caught on fire. Yo, they, come on, Vincent. They're, they're on set. Uh, uh, safety is just a guy holding a bucket of water on the side. <laughs> hey, boss, you want me to douse your flame already, or you just <laughs> wanting to keep burning? His name's like... Jimmy Two Shoes, and he yeah. only got like three fingers on yeah. one hand. 
Well, He's I got a bucket of water. I lost this in the Great Battle of 28. Battle? <laughs> <laughs> Whose country? What a camera trick. He hit the camera, didn't he? Oh, it looked like it. Oh! Ooh. Okay. I like this, though. Look at the flame. Like, real flame. I hate CGI flame because 100% of the time, I can tell that it's CGI flame. Sure, sure. And then just bodies falling right on it. I mean, it, I mean, you gotta think about it like the, the Alec Baldwin situation. Yeah, it's so at one point, I, I, like practical effects are fantastic, and I do think there are yes. place for them. Yeah, but for certain like fires, I get it. It looks this looks crazy cool. Yeah, but like yeah, you know what I mean? Like the danger this brother was in. <laughs> Because they've been lighting people on fire in movies forever. They use the gel to go over them, right. which you can usually always see. But there's a, a time and a place to be like, yo, we have the tech now. We can do certain things. Like, it's right. weird to use blanks and stuff anymore. Right. I get the reaction that you want to have that's a visceral reaction right. or something that's physical. But, yeah, like this, this feels like either they very cleverly hid this stuff or, like, Vincent was like, I'm going in the fire. Yeah, I'm doing this. Oh, man, he's just looking at all his things. I love that, though, because it shows you that he cares more about his things than his own personal safety. Right, obviously. Like, he just he should have gotten out of there a while ago. But I think I think the thing right now is just, like, he's watching this happen. Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, because everything's wax. There's nothing left to save. Look at that, the whole banister. How would you even go under there? Yeah, I know. Timber! And then back to the gas. Yo, the whole thing blew out. This is what and I, Michael um, Bay was born. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay was conceived. Look at that old fire truck, man. Little steam engine with horses. No Dalmatian yet. Yeah, Mickey on the back. Mickey on the back. What's cool, fellas? Yeah, just whistling. I tell people that I love old movies too because they surprise you. Like, look how exciting of a sequence that was. Yeah. Like, you could never be like, yo, that was 1953. Like, there was a ton of action. It wasn't the worst choreography fight. Like, yeah. things blew up. Like, it's very, you know, thrilling. That's how you dance. Oof. You know what they needed, though? At some point, the, the record needed to scratch, and all you heard was like, dum dum dum. Or you, or you hear, yeah. And then you saw all the girls go, oh, this is my jam. And get out to the They're working with some, yeah, it's bad, yeah. They spurred like a pink. Look at her hat. And now the business guy is over there. That joint is covering half her head. How how is that convenient? It's just style, I guess. It's just a style yeah. choice. Make I think all women's clothing back in the day was just style because nothing could have been comfortable. That's true. Corsets. That's true. Look at that like neck. Yeah, choker. Choker and the, yeah. the extreme turtleneck. That's beyond turtle. She that's, got a wig a on her hat. Is that a wig on her hat? Fluff, more fluff. So now the old partner is telling him that it was a tragic accident and he's got all the money from the insurance company and etc. They always want to come. But they settled finally. This afternoon, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that's an extravagant hat. I got it cash. The money's in my safe. Oh, she gold digging. You know oh, she gold digging. Well, time. I just love how the cheerful music kicked you in. You are such a card. What a cad. 25 G's. Atlantic City. Yeah. 
Oh, she want to get married. She's trying to get that 25 grand. I don't know the equivalent of like what that would be now with inflation. With inflation, a lot. Yeah, of like money. 1953, 25 grand. What is this? A lot of money. Yeah, uh, enough to get married already in Niagara. I feel like that's all that was when uh, in holes when they find the chest and there's all that. Oh yeah. Chest. I think it was just like twenty five thousand dollars. But like with inflation, they were like, yeah, it's like two hundred and fifty thousand or whatever it was. Kissing Kate Barlow, she would have kissed you. Kissing Kate, kiss you would have killed you. You'd never been born, <laughs> dude. I can't wait to get to that movie. I'm if not even gonna lie. If only the woodpeckers, man, that movie's so good. Oh, you gotta have a safe in your office. Oh, who's creeping up? What, what is this? Pink hat. Panther? What is happening right now? It's Mr. Vincent. All burned. Oh, was he? Bur he was burned. Oh, he never left. The, the explosion everyone, he stayed in. Everyone believed that he died in it, including him. But he just he was in the explosion and the fire, and he just got disfigured. And now he's bro. He still found the time to dress to the nines, though. That's what he I'm talking still about. found the time. You ain't a villain if you ain't got the drip. Yeah. Oh, joking about. See what I mean? Something like this. I love it. I love how it's going. It's wholesome. He loves his creation, and then it just twists yourself M Night style. And then now he's like the villain of the picture, but it's like a tragic villain. Right. And now he kills. You understand the guy. why. Yeah. The only thing I thought was interesting about this too was instead of like concealing him throughout like half the picture, like a, you know, show don't tell, they immediately show you like him being disfigured and whatnot. And I thought that was like a, a bold choice, you know? Because normally they kind of hide some of it, like a Phantom of the Opera kind of situation. I feel like that always... I mean, it works in this movie, obviously. Obviously, because, you know, the record stands for itself. But I feel like the... With modern horror, I feel like it, your, your, your imagination is scarier than whatever you can make. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The X-Files always had that down pact where... This is what made uh, Blair Witch so good. Yeah, a majority of it's like in the dark, literally. Yeah, your your imagination until, until of what she end. looks like is way scarier than anything yeah. they could have like put on screen. You know, Alien, yep. etc. It's always like in the last piece of the film we'll see it, for right. Real. right? Right, right. But you always want to wait, like a Quiet Place stuff like oh, that. Oh, Quiet Place is insane. I love John Krasinski. Dang, you just tying this man up. So now he's gonna make it look like I know a you don't got headphones in. I know you hear this. <laughs> Over there, mopping the stairs. Oh, oh, who this? I'm just mopping the stairs. Even she got dressed up for that job. That looked like thick clothing to be cleaning. What a scream! Classic. She out of here. I was just trying to mop the floor, and the dude jumped down. I saw the whole thing. See what I mean, corset? Oh yeah, her back. It's about style. Yo, that girl has the skinniest waist, man. That corset must be like killing you. Yes, but he hung himself instead. Oh, man, he was such a car. 
she just so so uncaring about the fact that the dude she was gonna marry just murdered himself supposedly I just can't get over how thin her waist is <laughs> that I mean that looks scary yeah then laugh <laughs> What a beautiful chocolate man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever told you you look just like Denzel? <laughs> I love that. And she's already like and for on the lady, another date. Perhaps a salad? <laughs> perhaps not. <laughs> extra sauerkraut. Ribs. <laughs> extra, extra garlic. Then you shall know how to put it away. Dude, that scene grossed me out. I can't look at that. Really? Every single time, I have no idea why. When he's like eating with a mouthful yeah, like that, it's full on the table. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get the hangnail. Yeah. I love white chicks. You just forget there's so many different rules with older films, too, that they had to skate around with the like censorship boards they had. Yeah. Even up through like the 60s as well they had to deal with like different movements from you know decency leagues christian leagues things like that they were trying to control what was on the screen because there used to be a they call it pre-code hollywood during the 20s and things like that before that came in where they were doing kind of whatever you wanted yeah and then they really had to change the way they were doing films so if you wanted to have things that were like risque you had to like work your way around it and even like shots like that where she's trying to get ready in a corset it's like you're doing things like a certain way to get around Bro, she's so well layered I know in another decorative immaculate hat hey man I was I guess that was the style man he's real society all I've got is 50 cents, but you take it and buy yourself some dinner. Yo, you buying dinner for two quarters? Was it Ed, Ed, and Eddie? You get job burgers for 25 cents a piece. Burger was, what, four cents, I guess? <laughs> Coffee was like five cents a cup or something. Hey, man. Think about it, man. You know those movies where they put a nickel down and get like eight shots? <laughs> You're in old, your old West Saloon, and you just lay yeah. down like one coin piece, and he chews it to make sure it's real. Yeah, all right. Whiskey. That's all we serve here, fella. Oh, they're in like a boarding house. I love the idea of that. I mean, it's basically kind of like a co apartment complex. Yeah. But I love the idea of being like, oh, I'm gonna stay in a boarding house. You get to mingle with the people, like Hey Arnold kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone's in the building. Yeah, I just talked about an episode of Hey Arnold on my uh, on my TikTok. Oh, for real? Yeah. Do you put everything on your Instagram as well? Yeah, so usually I put my videos on TikTok first because mm -hmm. that's where my following is. And then I'll just put my Instagram just because. A couple of videos have done well, but like I'm not. Yeah, it's not yeah, the I mean, same. I think just because all the followers I've gotten from Instagram are followers I've gotten because someone else took my TikTok and posted it on their Instagram oh, and had before to credit you, before you yeah. did it yeah so, so now just, yours looks like the copy almost yeah or it's just like it I got all my followers on Instagram by seeing a video that they already saw on someone else's page hmm. so they're following me but it's not like they're like you know what yeah I mean? like which is fine but like you know it's uh, TikTok is like where that's where they're at. Yeah, I've garnered. That's yeah. where the kids are. Right, yeah, they're all taking true. the talking away. That is very true. Yeah. That's grandpa. But it's great because it's like I can talk about at least movies that I consider like old. So kids don't really know about it, but 
our age group is nostalgic is on TikTok. So that you know what I mean. So yeah. It's like, True story. Man, you're right about the fashion. I didn't even really like pick that up about this film. She yeah, looks like, like Mary Poppins here. Bro, with she's that hat. decked, bro. And I am picking up on all like the gas lamps too. That would have been wild to have gas lamps everywhere. Mm-hmm. You'd have to really like plumb up the house and everything like that. Kathy, it's Sue. Are you there? Kathy. I just like these old movies because they always feel like a play. Kathy. Mm. Well, the the thing you pick up on too that I feel like throws people off about uh, older movies is just it's not Kathy? as quick paced. Oh, oh, there you Mason's go. Back. Kathy be dead, boy. She was connected to the guy. He killed her. I love his hat and everything, though. Scream queens. Scream queens. Gotta have that cigar. Oh, she. Oh, okay. She out of there. Oh, she final girl in that. She went right out the window. Parkour. He, oh, oh, that's Patty. He made her go up. Oh, wow. Yo. Oh. She don't play around. She just jumped right off that roof. It's taking a minute to. Oh, she out. Oh, she fine. This oh, is like, come on. You just jump down and you can't jump you over can't the jump gate. That gate. This is the biggest logic I've ever seen in a. And one of these movies is that, like, she just books it instead of, like, sitting there screaming yeah. while he chokes her or something. She ain't tripping on nothing. Like, look at this. They got the, like, cobbled streets. That is true, streets. right? You gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta think about that. In most horror movies in the 2000s, girls be tripping in oh, shorts yeah. and sneakers. She's, look yeah. what she's wearing. She's got, like, an entire dress with, like, four layers. And Perfectly she's coordinated. It down. Yeah. I just love stuff like this. You got this super dark street. Then they pump in the fog and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, like, all, like, midnight hour. Yo, he make the lady go up the stair, then he blow the whistle. He's got the uh, gloves on. I and must retreat into the darkness. Into the darkness. Oh, he found her. I don't know how he did that. He got that super killer instinct. She does look like Harry Potter. Yo, with like the old carriages. Normally in films too, when they do like nighttime shots they'll specifically spray down the street to get those extra like highlights and everything from uh, the picture like it, it won't even be like oh it just rained in the script they'll just hose down the street and that's what you kind of get here is you get that nice little like you know extra little touch to it yeah by having all like the little puddles because then they're pooling in, like the crevices and you get everything dark and it gets a little glare makes sense i love it I'm starting to think that this is a lot of, I mean, this must just be a lot of Warner Brothers backlot here that they use for other things. Cause there's a lot of like outdoor shots here. I love it though, it works great. Mm-hmm. Where are you? You get that Freddy Krueger vibe going on with his face all scarred though. Ooh, she playing it cool, she playing it cool. Yeah, look at all the layers. And she got, like, probably heels on, too. That's what I'm saying, man. Ooh, she gonna take them off? Now entering silent mode. I'm surprised he hasn't given up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, after being seen like that. I'm surprised he didn't just, like... Maybe it's just because he saw her. But what are you gonna tell the police? Hey, I saw a weird-looking dude. A weird-looking dude. Good thing, ma'am. I'll go find him immediately. Weird looking dude in a hat. Everybody's got hats. 
it's the 50s. Like the cat and mouse game now. Like the subtitles just say, footsteps departing. Seeing that she's genius as she runs the rest of the way with no shoes on. Oh my gosh. Yo, he's relentless. Of course, nobody yet, nobody answering the door. See, like, even when you go to bed, you gotta wear a whole That's ensemble. Insane. Like, jeez. She's got the braid going. I know y'all didn't have AC. True. I always think about that. I like to dress like that, and it'd be fun, like the 50s, but I always think, like, you don't have no central air like that. Depending on where you live, you were probably swollen. This man got a, a shirt on, tie, vest, and a cardigan, bro. And the thing is, you'd have, like, going out clothes, and then you would get home and you would change into a whole nother full outfit to have dinner. Right. You couldn't just, like, have dinner in shorts and a, and a, and a tank, you know? You actually, like, put a whole ensemble on, even after you would, like, take a bath. Wow. It's impressive. No, Scott, don't go. You're not that son. You're crazy today. <laughs> My dog, all types of crazy. Ooh, bikes. Keep thinking that's a spider web. Wow, he not the. I need a doggy door for that door. <laughs> Where is Kathy? We heard a New York City morgue. I totally forgot this took place in New York. <laughs> Yo, look at the morgue because they have to have all the gas lamps up there too. That looks so cool. The immediate cause of death was strangulation. That's one thing that would scare me about going back in time is like medicine and doctors. There's just oh, so yeah. many different things that like you'd be like, oh no, he's dead. You know, right. he didn't have penicillin or something. You know what I mean? Yo, look at all these guys got hats too. That was them, man. Like every Oh, she got poison. Look at that gurney. It's got like carnival wheels on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you always gotta have the morgue guys that got that morbid sense of humor. Yo, that's kind of creepy, dude. There's just bodies with feet sticking out all over that room. There's like 15 people in there. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, I don't think I can't do that morgue life. I'm straight. Bro, what? I mean, I feel bad asking. What did what you think of Halloween Horror Nights? Oh, Halloween Horror Nights? Yeah. Man, that was funny. Uh, too many people. Like, 
too many people. Way too many people. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're like, it's amazing how many people go out to that. It definitely yeah. would have been, like, better on a weekday or, or yeah. like, farther away from Halloween, like, earlier in October. Mm -hmm. But it was fun. Like, it was funny to go through some of those things and get... Did you get through all of them? No. Oh, okay. I... Had... Oh, here we go. He decided to hide as a body to get to the morgue. That's believable. Look at his face. Yeah, I like how that you get a little more color I can't forget the hat. Can't forget the hat like Indy. Yeah, I we didn't get through that many because I'm on like a daytime schedule now. So I was so tired and when I looked at the clock it was only ten thirty. And mm. that stays up until two. Right. We went through the Texas Chainsaw one, the Bride of Frankenstein one, because I love the classic monsters. Right. Beetlejuice, because it was a really cool house. Yeah, Beetlejuice was great. And then one called like Case File something. Yep. None of us knew what it was going to be about, which we were excited about, because then we could just be surprised. And mm. it was like, yeah, set in the 90s in New Jersey. Yep. And the lady was like, yeah, scariest place on earth. And it was like all these crazy creatures. It was cool. I like. I like the ones that are based after films because it's like you want to live the film in a yeah, way. Sure, you like could like walk set. through the sets and yeah. they kind of recreate them. So the check, the Texas one was really funny because it was just like 80 chainsaws. Yep. The thing that was disappointing was now with like the COVID restrictions, there's always like plexiglass in front of like the scare actors who are going to like try to get close to you. <laughs> So every time you saw one of the plexiglass shields, you just like anticipated the scare ahead of time. Right. So you weren't as like as you could be, but there were definitely good ones here and there. So I'd definitely go again, depending on the houses, if I was really interested in them. But it was funny. Oh, he taking a body from the morgue, like Frankenstein. This is a bit like Frankenstein, though, where he steals, like, bodies to do stuff with them. Yeah. And then somehow he's got two cronies that are dressed in the black cape, black hat gang. He just rappelled down from the roof. Nice like dissolve. Nice dissolve. Even that guy's got a hat. Lieutenant of Detectives. Why didn't you report this to the police? She's doing that, Lieutenant. Last night was the time to do it. No condition to that lady looks like she got a dead bird on her hat. You know, they just huff like she just worked like a double shift. Like, <sighs> Colds is so difficult. These little bastards messed up my whole shoe section. <laughs> oh, I got the kids. Yeah, they got soccer yeah. practice. Leroy's got little league at 4 a.m. <laughs> oh, look at that old phone behind him. I love that. Oh yeah. You gotta talk here, you gotta listen there. No human being can look like that. Are you sure you didn't imagine all of it? I did see him. Just as I described That's one of the things that you cringe at with certain old movies is the way that like women are portrayed and treated. Like all the men are just like, Oh, you're probably just imagining it. You yeah. probably didn't drink enough that day and yeah. uh, oh, you know, she's hysterical. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, of course, all this crazy stuff happens. They're like, oh, I guess she was right. I guess she was right the whole time. Yeah, like, oh, she needs uh, she needs to rest. Go take a nap. <laughs> like, it's 9 a.m. That's an interesting thing for me in old movies is that um, they're trying to get to a point now with films where more people are represented like there's more women in the industry because right, there's yeah. a small amount of them there's more women directors yep. equal pay things like that um for women in all ethnicities 
But for me, the thing that's interesting is that every time I kind of look and pick some of these older films, I look to see the actresses in it because I feel they make the movie. Mm. Depending on who they are and what the role is, sure. so it's it's weird to me that I feel like it's reversed in my head that I'm not. It's not just like a male dominated thing. I'm mm. actually looking to see like, yo, who, who's in this? You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, is Joan Crawford in this? Is Janet Lee in this? Something like that. I usually look for like the leading ladies more than uh, anything else. Gotcha. This guy looks so familiar to me. I can't remember. Oh, there he is. But with his normal face. Shaking hands with me is an unpleasant experience. My hands are no longer hands. Sit down. My hands are no longer hands. I'm so confused. Who's this? Who's this guy? Well, they do borrow more from Frankenstein. They call him Igor, too. So this is Vincent, obviously, but he's wearing, like, a mask of his own creation, so you don't see that he's all disfigured and stuff. He's wearing a mask of his old face. Yeah, that he made, because he's trying to basically open up a new wax museum, and now that he's, like, alive and he can prove it to, like, the insurance companies. Wait, so he has a... He's, right now, he is currently wearing a mask of his own face. Yeah, that he's made. So that, Why doesn't he wear this the whole time? That's what I was thinking. I guess he likes to do his evil with his disfigured face. face. But he's still got the hands. But now he can't, like, sculpt and do that. So he has kids that do it. Like Igor here, yeah. Igor looks like Charles Bronson. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. I don't think it is him, though. But it looks like him. Well, obviously, it's 1953. Do you recall the case of Kemmler, the first man to die in the electric chair? Yes. Igor is working on a model of his head. <laughs> he has a strange obsession, this mute of mine. Every head he models takes on the shape of his own face. But in this case, I But now it's interesting because now he's doing the exact same Kemmler. stuff that his old backer wanted him to do, which is making like killer, morbid horror exhibits and stuff like that instead. Now that he's kind of twisted. He still got that baller mustache, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. That's... You can hang a portrait on there. Does this still follow, like, the... Or it's follow, this originally... Is this, like, the... He's going to end up putting people and putting wax yeah. over them. Okay. Yeah, it still follows the OG one and that and that other like O five one where he's gonna be having people and actually wax over them. So he'll do murders, but he'll even have like recent recreations of like murders. Like he'll he does a recreation of the guy that he hanged mm -hmm. because he actually took his body from the morgue Jeez. and then he made a thing. Oh, I love this set because it's such a big room with all this crazy stuff in it. Well, here we are. Interesting, isn't it? One of my pupils is about to dip a body into a bath of wax. What is it? Yes, the bodies are constructed separately to exact specifications of reinforced plaster. I like the idea of it, though, that it's like a crazy guy and he just takes, like, the bodies or he kills someone and then yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, like, waxes them and whatnot. Being, uh, being alive and, and wax sounds terrifying. So 
Nasty. I'm gonna part in that new one where he like starts chipping away at the face. He's just yeah. taking off skin. Yeah, with the Winchester brother there. Yeah. I did get to see that part where he's they waxed him and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Oh, the part where they cut his like Achilles. Mm -hmm. Nasty. I can't even watch it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would hurt so bad. Oh, I love this part. I love that because it's just like all a big practical setup. Yeah. Like bubbling ooze, whatever, and then goes through a bunch of tubes that make no sense, but it comes out really cool. Looks scientific. Like the world's craziest hot tub. Looks like Pepto Bismol. Yeah, I feel like he just changed it so much now that he has to use dead bodies. This is it, the building upstairs, I mean. We'll continue to use the cellar as a workshop cut a door here and there. Interesting how he decides to use a wheelchair when he can walk. Right. But it's like he's trying to work up a charade that like, oh, my hands and then right. I got it can't the, be me. the crutches. Yeah. Yeah, true. Like a... Even if they wanted to suspect me, they couldn't right. kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't really think about that before, that he was always in a wheelchair now. Looking at him as, like, innocent, and then you kind of have sympathy on him, yeah. Yeah. Door number 27. And he's just fibbing with people saying that he created them from memory when really it's their body. Oh, he did. House of Wax. That's, I always want to own my own movie theater one day, like a small one, and I love stuff like this, like seeing the whole facade of it, and then you got like the whole, like the light up piece of it and everything. They have a theater like that in California, don't they? Oh, yes. There's a couple like old stuff still left. Yeah. This is what I meant by there's instances of like them remembering that they're trying to market a 3D picture. Oh, this is the part, yeah. Yeah, like the ping pong paddle yeah. guy. <laughs> he has way too much screen time. Oh, he got animatronics. Regular Walt Disney. Regular old Walt Disney. Interesting too that we were talking about Lincoln because that was the first one that they made for the World's Fair. Oh, yeah. When they were doing the original Disneyland was an animatronic uh, Lincoln. I don't know how many times I, I done fell asleep at the Hall of Presidents at Epcot. Oh man. I fall asleep every time. Some of those things are just built for a nap. Look at that. Watch out, the ball's coming at you. Many people in the 50s were like, whoa, trying to duck it and everything. So I've seen like a Turner Classic, I think it's Turner Classic movies, like a, um, hmm? He's literally breaking the fourth wall right now, I yeah. love that. See what I mean? It was like, it adds nothing to what's going on in the story, it's just an excuse to, to flex cool, the tech. Yeah, look at this cool tech we got. Because he references it in the movie, he says, oh... You know, we're just getting started. I'm not going to need that ping pong guy. He's just here to bring the crowd in. Yeah. But it's like, it's just a flex on the tech. I know there's a, I forget what the list was, but it's like a list of greatest horror movie moments. Yeah. And I know at the, like the tail end of that list, like 99 out of 100, or like they say it's a it's a black and white movie of a train just going towards the, towards the camera. 
Oh. Black and white train just going towards the camera, and people back then were like, this train's going to hit me. Um, in France, there was a pair of brothers called the Lumiere brothers mm-hmm. that filmed a bunch of things like that, or I think it was Lumiere brothers. There was a, a shot they did, I think it was them, of a train pulling into like a station, mm-hmm. and that's what it was, because it was set up at such an angle that it looked like it was coming yeah. through. Yeah, it just like, it made, it shocked people. Yeah. yeah. It was on the list of moments where people said they were like running out of the theater thinking it was like, the train's gonna hit you. It's just, to me it's like, that's crazy. It's, it's in black and white. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, the color wasn't invented yeah, in the like, 30s. Like, what? you could see that. Yeah. yeah. So now he's leading everyone through and showing them all, like, the murders from history and stuff. Nice. So he's definitely changed. He went Breaking Bad. Yeah, the cinema stuff is so interesting because it doesn't seem like it should be an insane thing like oh the train's coming at you like you know it's black and white it's on a screen but they always you know jumping from still images to being blown away with something that like resembled real life and it was just like happening like that had to be such a shock I'm sure I'm sure with the guillotine that's got to be one of the scariest ways to go I'm not going to lie just waiting for like a giant knife to come down who are these what a sound wi- who are these women screaming I love the hats the electric chair that's another way worse than the guillotine the electric chair gosh man if that doesn't make you cry I don't know who you are it's a great movie Michael Clark Duncan was such a phenomenal actor man don't you put that evil on me Ricky Bobby don't you put that evil on me don't you put that evil on me I love him in Armageddon yeah he's it's like Bear wants to stay in the white horse white house he's so good they never want to pay taxes again I really you know what's so funny I watched this film loved it so much that for my birthday last year Cassie was like what do you want to do and I was like I want to go to the wax museum like the Madame Tussauds or whatever and I never went but I saw this movie and I was like I gotta go I gotta go to a wax museum I would love to see something like this have you gone to the one no I've never been what I've never been dang man it's pretty good I really gotta go it's pretty good I just, I don't know. They got something that pretty, like, the, I mean, the Johnny Depp one, like, pretty good. There's just stuff like this, like, old vaudeville shows, carnival things, like, exhibits like this that I'd love to see or, like, do stuff like that nowadays because I feel like they don't market this or they don't oh. put stuff on like that because they feel like, oh, it's not going to be profitable. Yeah. And I was like, dude, there's too many old souls out there that would enjoy this stuff that, like, I, I would do it anyways, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think people out there still exist, but I think for them it's, like, how much longer, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't have everything all scary. Miss Sue Ellen. With the fanciest hat around. Oh, I forgot he was a sculptor, too. Now, Vincent's been looking for another model for his Marie Antoinette that burned up. Because he made Wait, is that him? What? Is Vince? No, I meant the, uh, yeah, the I mean, wax museum yeah. guy. Is Vincent Price, yeah. 
Like he would, when he had his old place, he put on another mask. He had a Marie Antoinette, but he said he could never find the right one because he never liked the way she looked a hundred percent. So he'll see this lady here and think, "Oh, that's my Marie Antoinette. She's the one." I think that's why he chased her so I hard. I need to murder her right now. She needs to be vaxxed. She needs to be dipped in the wax and Boleyn. She was beheaded. Oh, he got fire. Who did these figures? His pupils, but he supervised the work. This is the mastermind. The mastermind. mastermind. Yeah, I just love the whole like setup of everything and people can just go around. Oh, he redid the Joan of Arc. Oh, I forgot. That would be a scary moment. That it's her friend. Yeah. With the blonde hair. Because it just looks so much like her. She has a whole Look meltdown. She's like figuring it out. Let me pull up this dress and get a better look. I think it's big. I didn't realize it was that big of a piece. Oh, you got the white gloves. Touch. No touching. That freaked me out if I was like... Mm -hmm. I went to the wax place and then I like I saw you and it's I was just like, uh oh. <laughs> exactly. Sue, are you crying? Are you being hysterical, Sue? Dear friend of mine was murdered and I found her. She means Kathy Gray, the girl whose body was stolen. What made you think of that? What are you laughing at? Like the, uh. I don't know, it's like him, sure. Like, why are you crying? I lost a friend. She means Kathy Gray. <laughs> From that, like, just, like, giving, like, a brief... <laughs> a little dossier about yeah. it. Just in case the audience forgot. Just exposition real quick. Her name is Kathy. She was blonde, 32, weighed about 120 pounds. You remember her? Remember the one time? She, she broke her kidney. <laughs> Kindergarten class, she fell off the monkey bars. Yeah, I, I give a lot of... I got a lot of forgiveness for older films. Oh yeah, there were sure. there were a lot of moments where the writing was not so tight, and there was exposition. and they're not cutting things. It's, yeah, it's because uh, that that running scene, the, like great sequence, but you could tell it was like a long sequence mm -hmm. of like nowadays it'd be like you need to cut that. I need that's what I was gonna say earlier. Was <laughs> we're so used to multiple angles cutting between things yeah. to the point where it's too much they'll have like a scene between two people and have like 58 cuts when you could just play it as is yep. and that's one thing I. that's like a double edged sword some of the scenes there are sequences that drag on too long and you can see you could tighten them up and some of them are just like I love it like you <laughs> didn't have to have yeah. like 50 cameras set up and take 3 days to shoot a talking scene they let most of it play out in like master shots and then just like get some you know inserts and stuff where it's most important right instead of having like a conversation between four people you where you were like camera here click 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 it's like okay we're gonna get this one master yep. then we're gonna get vincent because he's lower in his wheelchair and then we'll get her because she's most important to his story yeah you know what i mean and then maybe the other guys will have their own see look back to no, like the just master the wide, yeah yeah <laughs> I love that though because it's just like you said it's more like a play sometimes yeah like they didn't know they were making it up you know as they went along in the inception of film so they were like mostly doing it as a play when they started because right. they just said set up camera here you guys run around oh I love that transition 
It wasn't until later that you had cuts and L cuts, J cuts, and you were keeping continuity while cutting away from something kind of right. Like, the the slower calmer nature of old films are something that took me a while to get because most people don't like them because they're like oh they're boring yep and some of them put you to sleep in like a good way because of that like that slow crawl that some of them have to turn your classic movie oh, dude it's so comforting yeah. for me at least yeah but it's not for everybody because they're just like dude I need something with some pep yep but I agree with that because I can watch a slew of these things and be like dude these are some of the best things I've ever seen but I still need to be like yo I need a good action film. Yeah. Like, if I don't see a couple good action films every once in a while, like, go to the theater, it is a little boring, you know? Yeah. Gotta, gotta watch that new James Bond or something like that to, to balance it out. Time to die. That just reminded me of Goldeneye. They get the golden gun, slappers only. See, look at those. Come back to the ping, the ping pong paddle whatever guy. He's putting in work out there. <laughs> and that guy's just staring at him. I love it. I just liked it when he was hitting it at the at those other people because they were, like, flinching. But, like, I know they were told to smile. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, like, them being, like... Have a good time while we smash this thing in the face. Hey, oh, wow, look at that. Three balls in his mouth. The ladies, My are, man. The ladies are very impressed. Oh no, she's not. Oh, she is. She passed mind. out. She passed out. It's the course. That was so attractive to her that she passed out. You just see him. Very. Bro, just wear the mask. True. There's literally no reason for you not to wear that mask. When you're up to no good, you gotta creep, creep. Unless he's like, I just need fresh air. <laughs> I love these elaborate braids they have when they're going to bed. Like normally you'd think you'd undo that to be comfortable, but they're gonna whip a whole braid. They're only gonna wash their hair. Bro, two comforters it feels like. Gotta untuck the sheets like you're at the La Quinta and you're just like, who tucks these La in Quinta. with like, somebody with the force of like, a lion tucked in mm -hmm. your sheet. You gotta just sit there and rip That's it any out. hotel, it feels like. That's some training and a half. Yo, my boy got some rope skills though. Like, what did that attach on to? He's grappling no, like Batman, yeah. yeah. And then he's getting it. Oh, he just Ooh. swung like Tarzan. Right to the window. That's why you can't leave your windows open when you sleep. I did not know the dog was in here. Oh, yeah. She's not that you need to open doors like a velociraptor. I thought I taught you better. Let me open it up again? Because she, she, she came back in after she. I didn't know she was yeah. that good. Always creeping on her when she's asleep. Now he's just obsessed with her and making her hit the Marine. He's out. Right. Better lock your window. She's just hysterical. I love when people chalk it up to a dream. Like, bro, you know the difference, man. This ain't Inception. Yeah. You ain't two layers deep in, in limbo. Let me open it for you. You're not that son. What's up, Babu? <laughs> I think it's almost open enough for her. Yeah, that's the music hall. 
All right, all right. The dog is killing him. <laughs> I love shows like this because I would be the person in the box. I love those box seats. Oh, yeah. You ever gone to a theater and sat in one of those? Yes. What and it see? was Phantom of the Opera, actually. Oh, wow. I specifically paid like more money to get it, too. Because I really love the Phantom of the Opera, and in it, he always has a box that's left open for him. I didn't know my door didn't close all the way. Like, it doesn't actually, like, sit on the lock. We got struggle, struggle for real over here. Eh. Yeah, I paid more to sit in, like, the side box, because I was like, ooh, that's where the fandom would sit, and we were watching Phantom of the Opera. And it was really dope. That's cool, man. Where'd you see it? In, at, on, like, on Broadway? Or? It was in Miami. Oh, nice. It was the only like show like that I've ever seen where you dressed up like fancy. And, oh, yeah. And, taking and, taking and Angelica to a few of those, like, Dude, like Dr. Phillips. It is so much fun. Yeah, it's always a good time. And you had the whole intermission. I love Phantom of the Opera, man. She took me to see Hamilton at Dr. Phillips, and I took her to go see Aladdin. And both got Aladdin. Oh, it was such a good time. I love like, Disney musicals. That sounds on Broadway. like the design for that would be like super ball. Bro, I I went to go see um, mom when I was a kid. Took me to go see Lion King on Broadway. Oh, and we were pretty we were pretty close up. I, I, we were we had like floor seats. She, I don't know how she got these tickets, but we were like near the uh, aisle, so we were in that middle that middle section, and the uh, like the elephants walked by me. And I'm, I, you know, the, the they're like fake. Yeah, rolling and I, on yeah, stage. Yeah, and I, like I've, I've never. I remember this kid being like, I've never seen anything that cool in my entire life. I was like, this is so cool. Like that, at that moment, I was like, I gotta do theater. I did so much theater as a kid just because of seeing, seeing like <laughs> the elephant going by. I was like, dude, that was cool. That was such a cool musical. I love stuff like that. Just because, like, to translate it onto the stage, you have to be so creative to make the sets. Just like one woman so dancing like a gazelle with a bunch of gazelles attached to her. So it's like a bunch of gazelles dancing. It's like, bro, what? who thought of that? Yeah, I know. That's brilliant. The think tank of that. Yeah. That's why I loved about the Phantom because there's a sequence where a the main lady Christine finally like meets him and yeah. he takes her down to like her lair but he goes down like a spiral staircase after being in her room after yeah. appearing in her mirror and taking her through the mirror mm. and then when he gets down there to like the dungeon it's in water so then they take a boat and they did all of that on stage during a song all simultaneously Fantastic. like he begins it and then they go into the song and then she, all of a sudden they're on a boat and the yeah. fog is like they make it so the fog is like water and then he gets her into the layer with candles and i was sitting there like wow this isn't the coolest i've ever seen in my life did you ever do theater in like high school or anything no, no? and it's one of my big like Man. regrets that i never did because it's stuff that i went on to like yeah, love this. and study yeah. and film and I never did it because I was Damn. shy and dumb. I did cooking because that was what I was interested in at nice. the time. But yeah. I should have done the theater thing because I feel like I really would have just had like different experience. Different I feel like it's just stuff, like it's because you know? I, I doing. I did a lot of theater in high school, and because of that, I would also I worked at a, a center called the Drama Learning Center. Shout out Drama Learning Center. Oh, these cameras. Um, and like I, I got in touch with a woman named Stephanie who let me like learn how to direct shows. I got to direct like cue lighting boards for my show. Like it was like 
the coolest thing, you know, like, it, oh, man. There's so many different jobs, too. Yeah. That you don't realize how much goes into, like, yeah. oh, the light's got to be here, the light mm-hmm. that's got to be there, then you got to cue music, then you got to transition. I remember I did a, a Best cool. of Broadway camp, and it was, like, like a two-week camp, and kids would come and they'd sing a song, and everyone got their own song, and then, like, ensemble numbers. Hmm. Um, and then at the end, it was the whole, it was a camp, and then on the, on the Friday of the last day, all the parents would show up at like one and there'd be an actual show where the kids would perform the song they were rehearsing for the last two weeks. Yeah. And I remember I was queuing up lights, setting up the spotlight, like doing all this up there. Like, man, those were the days. I really should have done day. that. Yeah, bro. It was, I was thinking about that because with uh, with a set stuff, like I remember I was in Beauty and the Beast. I was the beast. Ooh. But there's, a, there's that part in Beauty and the Beast where Gaston's fighting with the beast, like the you know whatever. Yeah. And he like stabs the beast, and the beast is like dying. But at that time, I had to get changed back into the prince. Yeah. So it was another dude wearing the same like doing garb that, that I was. Doing that piece. And I was just voicing, yeah, and I was just voicing like the lines, and he was just like doing like motions. That's cool. Hold on. So then, um, <laughs> so then the the change happens when. She kisses the, or she's like, "I love you," and then the, the fire, like the smoke starts and everything. Yeah. And he was on the top of this layer, and or this like, like I don't know, he's on the top of this like uh, platform, hmm. and he and a bunch of fog comes, and he would just fall like jump off, and then I would just climb up. <laughs> One of the classic stunt doubles yeah. where you pop yeah. up after he did the. <laughs> The hardcore? Yep. Oh, dude, that's so funny, man. Oh, man. My problem was that, like, I never liked any of the stuff they were doing. I never heard... What shows would they do? Nothing that I ever knew. And nothing that I probably even know now. Because I was waiting for, like... I was waiting for bangers. Sure. I was waiting for what West are bangers Side, considered? To I was waiting for West Side Story. Oh, all right. Because right, I've right, right. always wanted to play Tony, Ooh. like so bad. I've always wanted to do yeah. that because I thought it would just be so much fun to sure. be like, like he's not part of like a lot of the numbers that the Jets and things get to do with the yeah. dances. But I was just like, bro, Tony's like the heart and soul of it, yeah. man. I really want to be Tony, and he has. He's got a lot of banger. Tony and Maria, bro. He's got a banger numbers because I remember I really loved his whole solo piece, the Tonight song, mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, working yeah. in the store for Grandpa Jenkins, bottling coke and stuff, and yeah. then he does that whole song like. Oh, man, oh, Dylan was trying to be Tony. I loved it, man. This dog, I'm selling her <laughs> to a good home. You can come. Close this. That and Wizard of Oz because Wizard of Oz was my favorite movie. I did The Wiz. It's not close enough for me. <laughs> but I do like it though. I did The Wiz. I hate the music in Wizard of Oz. I love the movie. Hate the movie. Really? Oh. I, the, the Wiz to me is like the perfect blend of like good music. Yeah, and then you get not the best, the best like adaptation of yeah, the Wiz. You're of getting Oz. like an imitation. Yeah, yeah, but the music is like like Michael Jackson's. You can't win. Like, oh man, the scarecrow. You can't. I just it. really wanted. <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> I really wanted to portray the scarecrow. Yeah. I think more than anybody because I really like his songs and his piece i was a tin man oh in greece oh, you dude i wanted to Classic. i wanted us to do greece and they did like everything but like they always be ripping off like any or like fiddler or something and i was like bro i want to do greece like i sure. want to do 
I want to do some some Zuko stuff or sure. something. You know what I mean? I got really lucky, man. I I didn't. The shows I did in in high school, and like traveling theater, were like shows that opened my eyes to because those are like the classic movie musicals. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and those the music of those musicals never interests me. I don't go deep. That's my yeah. Thing. But it's like I'll, I'll tell people music. Have you ever I seen like, uh, they're more Little shallow. Shop of Horrors? No, not yet. With, That's with Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Well, so it I, was Jack Nicholson in the original one. Right. Um, no, never. But I, so there's a singing plant in there called the Audrey Two. Yeah. It, the Venus flytrap. Yeah. And that was my the favorite part I've ever played because I got to sing, and and do my lines, but I was never on stage. You were the plant. So someone controlled the plant. Yeah, and, you and were I was the singing it? and talking voice of the plant. Oh man! So I would just sit backstage with a stool. Ne- didn't even didn't need to memorize my lines. I'm jealous. And just and just sing the song. Feed me, Seymour. Like what you know, whatever, dude. Feed like me, Seymour. <laughs> See, I can, I don't know. I haven't got that deep on musicals. I've actually gotten better, but it was more like classic film things. Yeah, I think they're all really important. Musical. They're all really important. But if we were ripping off stuff like that, like if you told me we were doing like Singing in the Rain or sure. yeah, like Grease or things that I that so I. So you've knew been interested in these movies the even back in high school. I yeah I cool. maybe like middle school I think I started getting interested in some classic things and then I started kind of ripping off more of them and more of them as I got through high school and mm. then kind of like post college is when I really started to dive in really deep to it so just to, yeah some of it you start with like those basic ones because those are your right. gateway ones like Wizard of Oz and and Casablanca, and, and those are just like, like the that. easiest ones to catch as a kid. Yeah, you know I mean? or were your parents that, that you wouldn't know about? Like no. Yeah, so. we were more television kids, but okay. yeah, you were watching whatever was new or right. just like the popular comedies. But yeah, it wasn't until later that I, you got into the next layer yeah. of what how I view it of like get underneath those all time classics and start digging into the things that like are a little more right like underground, and then you can even go further from there. You know? Yeah. I forget where we were in the movie. Oh, the police are somewhat on to him now about his wax museum because he had people that look just like the murder victims uh, and the bodies keep being stolen. How did he not think that through? I know, right? Yeah, because the she saw like the wax model of her friend and right. she keeps going back to figure it out and she's very suspect. She's suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I always will will like write out recommendation lists for anybody who asks at this point of like, hey, what are some movies that I can just get into classic things? And I was just like, bro, give me a list. I'll put it dying the, to ask. I'll put it in like the description of this video. What kind of list do you want? Like for someone who's who's who's, who's never really dove into the classic movie. Okay. You know what I mean, for, for for a beginner, like ease their way in no specific genre yeah no specific genre just ease their way in where it's like they're still getting some of that yeah you know what i mean yeah. that new stuff that they want but it you know because that, that makes yeah. sense yeah no 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 okay. i get you because there's definitely stepping stone ones that are like you can be able to handle this like you won't be you won't fall asleep kind of right thing, yeah you know exactly I mean? exactly and then there's ones that like you should be more seasoned and then there's ones that are just like depending on the like don't start them off at citizen kane you know what I mean? oh yeah definitely don't I will say Citizen Kane is one of those things that like has a weird reputation by being called the best film of all time of all and everyone time. hyping it and then when you actually watch it like I did I had to watch it like three times to really you understand it three times yeah not like in a row but no 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 yeah, yeah. I had to watch it I was just 
Play it again. Yeah. Jorge, play it again. I had to watch it and be like, what the f Like, that was what people always were saying was the greatest film of all it's, time. It's known as that like, because it was the first what? movie, right? Like, it had a plot. Mm -mm. Then why is it considered no, Citizen the Citizen Kane, I think, was like 1942. Citizen Kane is considered such a classic because he's using really crazy, sophisticated, like, camera techniques, the story, and, you know the whole execution of it mm. and the fact that Orson was like fucking like 21 and he was like writing, producing, directing, starring in that movie and it became such like a, a heavy classic. Like it's very good. I will never say that it isn't good but when you find it in all these like top lists at like the top or like people say it is and then you look down at like movie 99 and you think movie 99 is better right. you're just like something ain't right about this list. Like so, but that's Citizen what I'm saying. Kane like, it's, is like it's not, 15 on the list, and Ben Hur is 99, and I think Ben Hur is way better, right? Than like a kind of movie, you but know what I mean? It's, is it known for that? Literally, just because of the camera techniques that he used? I, I think that's one of the things, like the story, camera, and all that. Like if you watch it, I think you might get it more. No, but, I've seen it, but to, oh, to me, it was okay. just like I, I was like, is is this just the first movie that had a? A decent plot or something like it was just kind of like all right this movie had two shots rather than one fully like I think it was more like a mystery that people just kind of like hyped it over the years as like mm. oh this is the greatest film and they marketed it and they just yeah. kind of like snowballed because it's very decent all the way through sure. and the techniques but the thing is like yeah it, it came out in like 42 and there have been plenty of films before that ha that have been like sensational mm. so I'm not sure yeah it's a kind of a mystery I do think it's more people like hyping it just out. yeah the, the hype machine I mean Orson Welles has a lot of mysticism around him of like oh wow he's a really you know talented actor and mm. he's a tour de force like he was doing writing and directing and all that and I have found that some of his stuff for me is like hit and miss like some of it I felt like was overrated and some of it was like very good okay uh, he's a very interesting guy when you look into his stuff oh now they're squeezing oh they're squeezing the uh, one of the helper guys because he's a drunk Mm. So they just didn't give him any alcohol, and now they're sweating him because they know that he'll confess for a drink. That's that old school police tactic old right there. He ain't gotta do. He ain't gotta touch him. Look at they're looking at him. He ain't gotta touch him. You just gotta take away his booze. He'd sell his mama for a drop of that ale. Can I get a Miller Lite? I just need a drink, man. I ain't had a white claw in a day. A <laughs> white claw. No white claw for you, senor. They got him under the light. You got to get that one hot light that's super bright. Just this man headache. pretending to... To be in his wheelchair. With a with a face on. The white gloves. Like a butler. Oh, she's still hanging around. She wants to know the secret. I like the that this film has a lot of punchy colors, but they still kind of give like a muted tone to everything mm -hmm. at the same time. I believe the original had a colorized version that they did, like tinting the film, and I think I've watched the colorized version. Mm. There's a lot of films that they tried to do that with, like classics, and like tried to rip off, like whether or not it was authorized by the studio or not, they tried sure. to do like a tinted colorized, 
most of the time I do not enjoy them. Mm. Like I've seen things of Casablanca that are like tinted colored scenes. It just steals so much of the the glamour mm. of, of it all from like old Hollywood for me at least. Because some films are made to be black and white. Yeah. Like they work as that. They're shot as that. And they're just like they work better as that. Yeah, just leave it. Whereas having color in certain things, it paints it differently, it opens it up more. They were ripping off things like color, 3D, and etc. as ways to compete with television. Because they've been, you know, they started this massive war with television because they were, you know, stealing revenue from the theaters. People were like, oh, I can sit at home and watch mm. things now. Like, they started losing a lot of you know viewership so they were like you know what let's give them 3d let's give them uh like vista vision like let's give them really big pictures let's give out more and more color because everything is just expensive mm -hmm. so they had color like wizard of oz's color right they've had color for I years and years color when that, happens. that was cool but you know everything was so expensive they stuck with black and white you know film instead yo that guy's eyes Love the assistant. Yo, that girl brave. She really is. She's gonna go into the house of wax. Sans help. Knowing there's a murderer that's stalking her. And all she got is a purse. She gotta find her friend, man. She even got a taser. 1950s taser is just like a match. <laughs> She's got a can of gas. Oh, I thought that dude was moving, but he was the guy who was hanging was like twisting. That kind of freaked me out. I love that guy's stoic face, because if he just stopped moving, you would just be like, oh, he's a wax He's a wax, yeah, for sure. It's interesting. I'm not sure if it's just me, but it almost looks like now when she's going through it, they're not really using the wax sculptures they had of them. It almost looks like the real actors. Like yeah. their faces and stuff look more realistic to almost like sell to her that like, oh, these are these dead are bodies. Dead people, yeah. yeah. Maybe they did kind of switch a it. Of course, there's like the random moving skeleton. Faces everywhere and body parts. Yeah, sure, he's just running into everything. She's just walking backwards <laughs> at this point. Can't do it in a horror film. You can't walk backwards. You're just gonna bump into it. Oh man. The doors move on their own. Nosferatu. <laughs> the hash slinging slasher is gonna get you. I, know, I, I go ahead and get out of there, girl. Ain't nothing for you here. <laughs> Ain't nothing for you here but murder. Muck duck. See, and that guy modeled that one after himself. That could have just been him sitting in that chair. And then surprise, mother trucker. Yeah, she just wanted to look to see if it really is her friend. I think she touches her face and it breaks like the other one. 
Hinata. Hinata, wait. I swear this dog never barked in her life. <laughs> Oh, it is Kathy. Yeah, yeah. We're almost done. We got guest. People are here? Oh, I meant Cassidy. Oh, okay. Oh, you can't get out. Igor's there. And now he's walking. <laughs> I didn't even realize that he gets up at some point. Now you cornered in, Kathy. Oh, wait, her friend was Kathy. I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name either. I didn't know he was so much taller than her. Yo, I love this. Oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I love that. His face just breaks apart. Passed out. See, they did that so well, too, because at one point, that mask is not going to look as real as a right. real face, but they kind of just do this quick, quick cut yeah. and then just smash his face off. Imagine editing on real film and just slicing it yeah. by hand and gluing the strips yeah. back together. Gosh, it was such a longer process, man. And now he's going to wax her. Oh, that was cool. He was lit the gas. It's like a birthday cake and you can't get that last one mm -hmm. out. Oh, yeah, see? I'm going to be like that. I'm going to have a pocket watch. Hell, yeah. Yo, and they just put the booze in front of him like that. Can't stand it. Hey. <laughs> Can't stand it. Ooh, one, one little, one little. That's like the police chief that's got the bottle that he's saving for that really bad day. Oh, just a little drop. A little drip. Oh. On the tall Chip, chip, chip. Right. Some bourbon. I love seeing the movies with like westerns and stuff where they're an alcoholic and instead of just chugging it they pour a little bit and then they take a drink and then they pour a little bit yeah, more and it's like bro fill that glass what are you <laughs> letting it letting it breathe yeah you, like a wine aficionado you want to let that bottle breathe for a few minutes <laughs> it's bourbon bro chug it oh now he's spilling the whole story Snitch. Snitches get stitches. Or snitches get alcohol uh -oh. in this circumstance. You gotta stop him. The killer is escaping. Now give me that alcohol. Oh, this is definitely the third act. <laughs> you know what, dude, I love that you said that. Because there came a point where when I started to really get into film mm -hmm. that when I went to the movie theater I started recognizing the building of acts yeah. and I would be like oh this is going into the third act because this is the sad point in the movie where everything goes down and the friends are whatever and they yeah. had a fight and then they're going to bring it around and it started to just rewire my brain into like how stories work because I was like Oh wow! I, I could tell you like when to go to the bathroom. Yeah, during sure. a movie or most movies. Yeah, I was like I could be like oh go now, and yeah. then I could tell you like how much longer the movie has. Right, and then you could see Suicide Squad and think, wow, they're at the third act and it's been twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a whole show right there. <laughs> then the old Suicide Squad. Yeah, sorry, not the James Gunn version. Yeah. yeah. Sue. Come on, Sue. Sue. All the men, so, all the, the men are too far behind in this film, man. They should have listened to her. 
Sue knew what she was doing, bro. She got that detective. I need a whole detective series. Sue, private eye. You got a murder? She gonna solve it. Sue. Oh, oh Igor's there. Or Igor. Bro, he's mute. He cannot tell you. Unless he's gonna mimic. Yo, you are ripped too. You see, he got them rolled up yeah. sleeves. He ripped. He can take oh, out. Oh, he don't got a weapon. We got the lance. Oh, yo, boy, just chucked it. Oh. Oh, they're throwing haymakers, but Igor's the original wrestling. Oh. I will say the fighting in this film is pretty good because there's yeah, a lot of old films that the choreography is very bad. Yeah. <laughs> they like karate judo chop somebody on the back of the neck and somehow they're out for 40 minutes, <laughs> you know? But I do like this one. See, like censorship shot, shots like that. Like she's supposed to be nude. So you mm. get like a shot of her head, a shot of her feet. Yeah. And then it's like you insinuate and Yeah, you know, that she is. That not she clothed. is, yeah. It's a very good trick and it works very well. Like, you don't have to be risque. Yeah. That's why I don't like a lot of horror movies because they're very, like, yeah. they're, they're very forward on stuff like that where I feel like you don't really have to be. They yeah. just do it because it goes with the, the trope and the sure. genre. Yeah. I enjoy stuff like this more where it's like, I don't, I don't know what you call stuff like that. Just right. like they skirt around it a little it's bit. More modest, I guess, about it. Modest. Yeah. That's my word. What's he doing? I have no idea. Wanna try to behead somebody? I'm very confused. Oh, is he just getting the guillotine ready? Yeah, I love the bubbling Pepto Bismol. This movie is a very good, like, set-up thriller, though. Because there's, there's something that Hitchcock always, like I said earlier, always was a big proprietor of, which is, like, the ticking clock kind of thing. Mm. Like, setting up something for the audience. Like, letting them know certain things, hiding certain things. Because here you have, like, the whole James Bond on the table with the laser kind of scenario. Layer out. Know that in a certain point in time, like, the wax is going to pour. Because you've already established it earlier in the script how yeah. it works the way it flows and then you're going to set her up on that at the end like you could have guessed midway what the final location exactly, and the yeah. final beats would have been oh, you know man, what I mean he's really trying it picked homeboy up to behead him strolling in mad Scotland mad Yard coming chilling. in slow as hell Rusty blade. Come on. Save him. Yeah, he too rip. He's gonna take down like 30 guards. <laughs> he just, just lifted this man. <laughs> He's lifted that man and gave up. Backslap that dude. Again, he can't talk. Is that Jared? Is is that Jared? Jared almost died. You saying where's Jared and Jared is right there? <laughs> Wait, 
Wait. He said, well, oh, Jared is, is Vincent Price's character. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, they're not that dumb. He's like, Where's Jared? He's in the guillotine. Chief, come on, man. Yeah. How you chief for the police and you can't even see the guy in the guillotine? Tell me where Jared is. Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Nah, bruh. Wasn't me. Oh, I like how, like, at the end here, he doesn't have anything. You can see the whole freaking get up. Oh, dang. Just spearing the door off. Made it. Smash it. Smash it. They should have had the police burn the place again. That's how they used to catch the criminals and be like, they're hiding in the barn. Smoke them out, boys. Like old brother Rar, though. Yeah. No. Oh, oh. Yo, Jerry got Jerry beat me. Smash oh. and I, everybody catching fades. Throw him. Dang. Superhuman strength when he got burnt up. I will say these police are excellent door smashers. They are. No lock can stop them. Hit him with the gong. Dang, man. Anybody? Anybody bring a gun? 450 degrees. Yeah, come on, man. There's like eight of you. Somebody. Oh! When I first watched it, I called that and I forgot about it this time. Hey, put my jacket. See, that's why those 50 layers come in handy, you know? Don't look at this naked woman. I like that he fell in his own thing. It's very fitting. Oh, yeah. Ooh, creepy. She does not find that funny. Yeah. Get that dry cop humor. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Scott, when he was doing his whole Law & Order bit. Yeah. Like, looks like a classic case of autoerotic asphyxiation. He's like, it looks like everyone's tightening their belts in this economy. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Dead body! <laughs> Why did they got randomly sneeze for? So odd. Weren't cutting it. I don't feel like cutting that film. I don't feel like cutting We're that film. That in. Let's leave the sneeze yeah, in. keeping that in. You know, I've been watching old Doctor Who because I really love the show and I wanted to watch all the classic stuff mm. from the very beginning in 1963 and they shot on videotape and they didn't do retakes. They just ran it. So there's so many instances of like actors flubbing lines and they don't do another shot. They'll be Amen. like, where's the, the, oh, where's that lady? And they will just keep it in. <laughs> and it's so funny to That's see great. it. And That's I just great. got so used to it. Oh, that was House of Wax. That was House of Wax, man. I hope y'all enjoyed Solid it. Solid film, dude. I really, really loved it. I did go back and watch the original one, which is very, very close. When did the original like, one come out again? 19... Maybe 20... I don't know. I wanted to say BC. like 23, <laughs> but I don't know if it was before or after King Kong. But okay. I believe it followed it pretty closely with like the whole wax thing at the end there and him, I'm pretty sure, like falling in. I think it was like a colorized version. Mm. I just remember not liking it as much. Like I thought this one was a little more charming. Okay. It was like a n 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Look at that. I don't enjoy Rotten Tomatoes. Not a fan of Rotten Tomatoes? No. 
Mm. I don't really like many critique things like that. Okay. Like I get how the website is useful because it takes like a large pool of things. Right. Yeah. Gives you like as a, an audience score. Gives you a percentage, yeah. but. I feel like some things on there are just so wild that it's like I don't even want to look at it or trust it because it's like there's some things that have like the absolute lowest score that I'm like you know what I, I really love this movie yeah, yeah. how are they gonna give Tron Legacy such a low score yeah I guess it's just like hopefully that when people see those scores like you know if you haven't seen it yet then don't judge it by yeah yeah I just feel like they're oh 1933 pretty much like right on par with the OG King Kong it was called The Mystery of the Wax Museum. Yeah, with Fay Ray. Dang. Yeah. Oh, that was that's why I really wanted to watch that one, too. It was a Michael Curtiz film. Michael Curtiz is like a super forgotten about director from like the golden age of Hollywood who, mm. did, who did like um, Casablanca and whatnot. He, I am, his IMDb page, IMDb page wow. must be like 30 freaking pages long because he Dang. directed so many movies and so many different like genres it's not even funny Dang. well yeah well I right, mean well I hope you enjoyed my pick yeah yeah solid movie dude thank you for watching extra butter yeah we learned a lot yeah. stay in school <laughs> <laughs> thank you black superman just play it I'll play it. I'll find that music and I'll play it and then just play it yeah. beautiful oh, yeah. anything we can ever think of <laughs> until the next time <laughs>